I am Anansi, keeper of stories. Settle down while I stir the pot. Join me while I spin a tale. Welcome to Anansi Storytime. I'm your host, Terry Barston. Today we have a story about how a young boy's kindness helps him to overcome adversity, called The Island of Skeletons, collected by Margaret Compton and rated PG-13. Our players are Anya Connolly, Don Davenport, Sarah Davenport, John Donnell, L.J. Donnell, Matt Olaf Hinton, and Scooter. Please enjoy. Come, sit, listen. I once heard a story that started like this. Big Wave lived in a deep forest alone except for her nephew Red Shell and niece Wild Sage. They were the only relatives Big Wave had left, and she loved them dearly. Your home is very beautiful, Auntie. I only wish that Mother and Father could be here to see it. The children's parents had perished, along with the rest of Big Wave's tribe, when the Great Plague ravaged their lands. Despite this tragedy, they lived in relative peace and happiness until one day... Auntie! Auntie! A giant from the Island of Skeletons has taken Wild Sage. We have to save her! No! Never go toward the east! I've made a magic line of sacred cornmeal out that way, and if you were to cross it, the giant would have you too. Uh, But big wave... I will not lose any more loved ones! The boy obeyed for a time, but by and by he grew tired of playing in one place. He went toward the east, and unbeknownst to him, crossed the magic line. Oh, wow! I've never been to this side of the lake before. I can barely see the other side. He amused himself for a while, throwing pebbles into the water and shooting arrows, until suddenly he found himself in the presence of a man he did not know. Well, boy, where is your lodge? Back that way, sir. I got bored, so I came here to play instead. You are very talented with that bow. What do you say to a contest? What kind of contest? Oh, it's very simple indeed. Whoever shoots higher wins. Though the boy was young, he had practiced much, and his arms proved stronger than the stranger's. Ha! My arrow went the highest. I win. It most certainly did. You are very strong, but are you brave as well? Let us see if you can swim as well as you can shoot. They each swam while holding their breath, and the boy once again proved himself the victor. (laughs) I win again. This is fun. Why don't you come with me in my canoe? I'm on my way to an island where there are pretty birds, and you can use that bow of yours to shoot as many as you please. I would love to. As Redshell looked for the promised canoe, the man began to sing. A canoe drawn by three swans on each of its sides came into sight. Redshell stepped in after the man, who continued to sing. The swans moved exactly how he wanted them to, guided by his voice. This island is so long, it looks like it could go on forever. It's not very wide, though. You could probably run from one end to the other that way. There was so much undergrowth that the ground could hardly be seen. However, when Redshell and the man exited onto the island, Redshell noticed something immediately. Are those bones? Under the bushes there, and there, under the vines and leaves... There are bones everywhere. How can you not know about this island? You live so close to it. It was once a famous hunting ground long ago. These are the bones of many animals killed here. Oh. Forget about them. 
How about another swim? It's even more fun out here. Sure, okay. You were right. This is more fun. Hey, hey, where are you going? Come back. Come back. Redshell watched the man sail away in his swan boat. The man had left him alone and naked, and the sun was setting fast. Cold, hungry, and alone, Redshell did not feel very strong and brave anymore. Oh no, Auntie. I'm so sorry. I should have listened to you. Psst. Keep still. Who, who's there? There, lying on the ground nearby, was a skeleton. It beckoned him to come closer. Poor boy. I was tricked, same as you. I will help you if you do me a service. Go to the west side of that tree behind you. Dig there, and you will find a pouch of tobacco and a pipe. Bring them to me, along with a flint from the shore. Redshell was frightened, but the skeleton spoke kindly. Perhaps it truly means me no harm. I'm already in trouble anyhow. Maybe it really can help me. The pouch was exactly where the skeleton had said, and flint was easy enough to find. Redshell filled and lit the pipe. Here you are, but what does a skeleton need a pipe for? (laughs) You'll see. Yeah! Were those mice? Ah, yes. They've been living in my ribcage for quite some time. It was terribly itchy. Thank you, boy. Now, to help you escape my undesirable fate. The giant who lives here will come tonight with three dogs. He wishes to hunt you down and kill you for supper. You can throw them off the trail by jumping into the water. Do this many times as you move toward the other side of the island. Once you are there, you will find a hollow tree. Stay there and do not move until morning. They will have gone by then. If you survive, return to me. Redshell thanked the skeleton and set off into the dark night in search of the tree. Though he could see nothing, he moved carefully, climbing halfway up each tree and running into the water many times to confuse the trail. Eventually, he found the hollowed tree and fell asleep inside at once, thinking he was safe at last. However, he was awoken near morning by the splash of a canoe in the water. Oh no, I I see him. The giant! Those are the three largest dogs I have ever seen. Hunt this animal! Bring it to me! The dogs immediately set off on the trail and dashed through the bushes. They rushed up first one tree and then another, all over the island. Soon they came back, their tails between their legs. They had found nothing. No animal? You stupid mongrels! The giant was so angry, he struck the foremost animal with his war club and killed it on the spot. He skinned it and ate it raw. Shortly after, he and the remaining two dogs went back to his canoe and departed. Oh, good, he's gone. Poor dog. Better him than me, though. Redshell crept from his hiding place and ran back to the skeleton as fast as he could. You are still alive? Of course I am. You are a brave boy. Now listen, the man who brought you here will come to drink your blood. You must go down to the shore before the darkness comes and dig a pit in the sand. Lie down inside and bury yourself quickly. As soon as he leaves his canoe, get into it and say, Come, swans, let us go home. If the man calls to you, you must not turn around or look at him. Thank you for all that you have done for me. Is there any way I could repay you for your kindness? Just 
One thing. When you are free, do not forget the skeleton. I will return to this island. I will do anything I can to help you once I'm free. This I promise you. Redshell rushed to the beach and dug a pit deep enough so that when he stood in it, his head was on level with the water. Mm. He finished none too soon. The swans are near. Here he comes. Mm. Redshell covered his head with sand and waited until he heard a footstep on dry leaves. He crept out stealthily and stepped into the canoe. Come, swans. Let us go home. The canoe glided from the shore. The swans carried him down the lake to a large rock that was cleft through its middle. Where have you taken me, swans? There is a cave in here and a stone door. <coughs> it's sealed too tight. Undeterred, Redshell turned the canoe around and struck the door with the stern. It flew open, and Redshell found himself in a fine lodge. He saw his own clothes and many others heaped in a corner near the fire, which was burning brightly. Hmm, that soup over the fire smells incredible, and there are potatoes cooking on the hearth as well. Seeing no one, Redshell ate his fill and lay down to sleep on a couch of wildcat skins. In the morning, he went back into the canoe. Come, swans, let us go to the island. Upon returning to the island, Redshell stumbled on quite a sight. The two dogs were lying asleep in the sun. Their master, whom they had killed, was lying not far from them. You returned. You are a boy both brave in heart and true in word. But you must not go home yet. Travel toward the east three days, and you will come to some huge rocks. There you will see a young girl drawing water from a spring. She is your sister, Wild Sage, whom the giant stole many moons since, and whom you believed dead. Take her from there, and return to me after. Redshell set out at once for the east, and in three days found the rocks the kind skeleton spoke of. As he drew near, he saw a lovely girl drawing water. Wild Sage, it really is you. You must come with me now at once. Redshell, no, it's too dangerous. Stop. Don't run from me. I must. A giant keeps me here. Please go away. If he sees you here, he will kill you. I'm not leaving you. Go. No, not until you go with me. Take me to your lodge. Well, the giant has gone to a cranberry swamp. He should not be back until evening, but we must hurry. Once inside the lodge, Wild Sage dug a pit in one corner and told Red Shell to get into it. Then she covered it with her bed of buffalo skins. Once the sun had set, the giant's dogs rushed in. Who is hidden here? No one. There is someone, or the dogs would not bark like that. The dogs could not find Red Shell, however, so the giant settled into his supper of little boy stew. This boy's not tender. You did not cook him enough. Get up and cook him more. Cook it yourself if it doesn't suit you. No? Come then, take off my moccasins. Take them off yourself? Instead of becoming angry, the giant thought to himself. I know she has someone hidden now. I will kill him in the morning. Tomorrow I will return to the Cranberry Swamp to collect some more children for my dinner. Early the next day, once he left the lodge, he hid himself in some bushes close to the shore. Wild Sage got her brother out of the hole, and they crept towards the canoe. There he is, our little visitor. Think you can take my servant girl, do you? Once he saw that they were in the canoe, he threw a hook after them, caught the boat, and drew it towards the shore. Redshell took up a stone and broke the hook, and they floated off once more. How dare you! I will show you the might of a giant! 
the giant laid himself down flat on the ground and, putting his mouth to the water, drank so fast that the canoe was drawn close to the shore. Oh, no. What do we do? See there, brother. He's taken on too much water. He cannot move. Ah, I will end this once and for all. Redshell took up another stone and threw it as hard as he could. It struck the giant so hard that he split open. The water he had swallowed flowed back into the lake. From here, Redshell and Wild Sage sailed to the island, where the two dogs who had eaten their master growled and rushed down to meet them. Redshell raised his hand threateningly. Stop there. Off to the woods as wolves. You no longer deserve to be dogs. The animals slunk away growling, and as they disappeared, were seen to change into lean and hungry wolves. He then returned to the skeleton once again. Brave boy, I have one final task for you. Gather all the bones upon this island, and lay them together side by side. Once you have done so, say, dead folk, arise! We will do this for you. It took the children many days, for the island was covered in bones. At last... When all of them had been found and arranged in one place, Redshell stood a little distance away. Dead folk, arise! The bones raised themselves and took human form. All the men had bows and arrows, but some only had one arm or one leg. The skeleton whom Redshell had first met became a tall, handsome warrior, perfect in every limb. I salute you, Chief Redshell, leader of our people. As one, all the other warriors did the same. Redshell and Wild Sage traveled westwards until they came upon their aunt's lodge. They found her old, alone, with no fire and still in mourning for her lost niece and nephew. Redshell, is that you? Yes, Auntie, and I have Wild Sage with me. As she listened to the story of the lad's adventures and realized that they had come back unhurt, the years left her and her health returned. They built a long lodge with many fireplaces. Then Redshell returned to the island and brought back those who had been skeletons. The handsome brave that helped Redshell was known as White Eagle. He married Wild Sage, and they all dwelt together in peace to the end of their lives. I hope you enjoyed the tale. When you return... Perhaps I will tell you another. The Tale of the Island of Skeletons was reinterpreted by L.J. Donnell. For more information on Anansi Storytime, visit us at anansistorytime.com, follow us on Twitter at Anansi Storytime, and like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Anansi Storytime. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time.